Yo, Chad, what if I told you there's a platform that could completely revolutionize your hiring strategy in a matter of hours? Yeah, I'd call bullshit. Well, it's not bullshit with AI for jobs powered by our friends at This Way Global. Okay, I'm listening. Uh, While everyone else is fishing in the same old talent pools, AI for Jobs can source over 160 million diverse candidate profiles. This Way Global has established unique partnerships with over 8,500 trusted diversity partners. So wait a minute. All of the hard on-the-ground work is already done. That's right, Cowboy. You can discover 300 qualified candidates per job rack instantly. Wow. It's like having a candidate sourcing magic wand. (laughs) Dude, if you had a magic wand, you would have Mexican pizzas all day. Mm. Uh, Stop distracting me, Sowash. AI for Jobs Advanced Matching Algorithm analyzes past applicants using trillions of historical matching events and over 1,600 data points. Now that is what AI should be doing, saving recruiters time on sourcing while they provide a white glove candidate experience. Let's wrap this shit up. I'm hungry. Listen up, kids. Revolutionize your hiring process today by jumping over to thiswayglobal.com and checking out AI for Jobs, where you can learn more about how to leverage AI for your recruiting instead of just writing poems and grocery lists. That is thiswayglobal.com. We out. Hide your kids. Lock the doors. You're listening to HR's most dangerous podcast. Chad Sowash and Joel Cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right where it hurts. Complete with breaking news, rash opinion, and loads of snark. Buckle up, boys and girls. It's time for the Chad and Cheese Podcast. Oh, yeah. What's up, everybody? You know where we are. It's Unleashed World, Paris, France. This is the Chad and Cheese Podcast. Like, like a, I'm your co-host, he's like a Joel Cheeseman. With candy. With my sidekick, <laughs> Chad Sowash. And we have Mark Coleman, CEO of this very conference that we are in attendance. Unleash. Mark, welcome to the show. Thanks, guys. Great to be back. He loves it. It is great to be back. It is great to be back. That's that's the way to enter. You're smiling so big, not just because of how this show has gone, but I'm sure after a year or two of virtual events, it's so much better to have people face-to-face, rubbing elbows, and shaking hands. 100%. I've I've been going around telling everyone I've been holding the bull by the tail for the last three years. Oh, yeah. It's been three years since the last Unleash World. Um, so, yeah, it's amazing. I, everyone, you can see it in everyone's face. Yeah. This is their, for most people, this is their first event back. And, um, yeah, just the face says everything. The smiles. I've seen a lot of crying at this one. I didn't see that. Tears in Vegas. of joy, I hope. Tears, tears of joy. Yeah. Tears of joy. Yeah. I mean, well, exception to the maybe some of the exhibitor services. And it's people. not just because it's not just because of the dessert tray, which brought me to tears of joy. The yes. French pastries oh, yes. make me want to cry. Yeah. If you're an American and you know a long john, this is like the best. Oh, like it, oh man. It's, it's amazing. I've had more sugar in the last two hours than I've had in the last two years, I think. <laughs> Thanks, Paris. Yes. Thanks, Paris. I got to watch all and of more that. Cheese and more wine yes. as well. Yeah, yeah. world capital um, for gastronomy and, and lots of other things. So, yeah, we're spoiled rotten here this week. 
yeah. amazing city. Do you ever think about other cities for Unleashed? Do you ever think about expanding? I know we'll talk about the U.S. expansion in a second, but are you are you pretty set with this one, the one show in Paris every year? I think so. We've options to go to other places. Like we were in uh, London for seven years, but yeah. you know that's scorched shirt now at the moment. Um, they've, they've the government have kind of screwed up a little um, over the last decade so they're in for a horrible winter not to be game game of thrones or anything yeah. but um <laughs> it's going to be tough now i think there's um yeah so there's no point in being in the uk next year and i'd feel for anyone in the events industry that that will be there are obvious places like middle east and um and asia pacific but you know, just planting a flag out there for the sake of planting. Like, we do get asked a lot. Yeah. We, we yeah. get inquiries every week asking us to bring Unleashed to another country or, or region. But for me, it's, yeah, I think we're we're, we're kind of really celebrating Western values, yeah. Europe and America. And I love, I love the focus as well. I love the focus. We were talking to Kate earlier, and, oh, and yeah. she talks about how as soon as this show's over, we're going to be talking about next year in yeah. Paris. And it's that kind of laser yeah. focus that I think makes the show so successful. Yeah. You don't get spread too thin. Yeah, I mean, you just met the girls from Coca-Cola. Yeah. They're coming from West Coast America. Yep. Like You wouldn't expect that over here. Atlanta. Right? Yeah. 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 Right? Well, it was funny because we actually had comments. I can't believe there are so many Americans here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean they, they're people from all over Europe, but there, there were. Do you have any numbers or, around that? Like how many, what percentage are Americans? Yeah, or? Our, our U.S. percentage is around 18%. Wow. Okay. So, yeah. It's good. Uh, not too shabby. Not no, but it's, it's good. I bet it knocks on the door of 25% next year. <laughs> yeah. With so I, many <laughs> listeners of our show alone, we'll probably drive oh, that much good increase. God. Yes. <laughs> so three years ago, what's different today? Other than the, the, the obvious, you know, pandemic stuff, what is different today doing a show in Paris versus 2019? Well, I think the, the, finally the face-to-face, the difference of that and, you know, the, the big trends that have happened. Because, uh-huh. you know, I have to talk about we've time-traveled. Everything we talked about in 2019, even things like flexible work, all the big trends oh, yeah. felt impossible to a lot of employers. Yeah. And then it happens. It took about <laughs> five minutes for them to figure that well, shit you look out. look at yeah, some right? of the biggest, you know, booths here. It's Deal. It's Eightfold. It's Remote. Some companies that weren't even here in 2019 are yeah. now really prevalent in our, our industry now, just three right. years later. Yeah, all the scale-ups are here, and yeah. they've been given bags of money, <laughs> and they have to go and prove themselves now. Yes. Yeah, or, yes. or their investors are going to stick it to them. So so it's good. It, like, it shakes up the market quite a bit. Yep. And I, I see the behavior of the big elephants, you know, the old guys in the industry, and, and that's changing too. So, say more about that. I see that, you know, if you look at Oracle, Workday, UKG, Cornerstone, you know, if you look at all of these guys, SAP Success Factors, they're all new crew. Yeah. The Cornerstone team here, it's all new. Yeah. It's a new crew. Success Factors, the same. They have a different shape now. I only found that out today. They've got um, President of Product, a CMO, um, huh. and I'm trying to remember what the other position. I new think blood. Customer Success new vibe. is the third one. Yeah. New energy. Completely okay. new vibe. And, and really leadership. Great, really great team. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Loving it. Yeah. And the same over at Oracle, like Chris uh, Havrilla and the gang have gone. Like, you know, there's, there's a lot of change going on in the marketplace. And these guys are, are looking to rewrite work. Yeah. And be a part of the future of work. So, and, and the energy, they're all turbocharged. Mm-hmm. And the pain that's in the market, they're looking to fix that. The, the conversations are like this is the first time we get to talk about it out loud together. So, there's no bullshitting. 
<laughs> There's no bullshitting amongst these people. They're yeah. in the industry a very long time. Uh -huh. So, so yeah, I'm really, really excited by what we can now do because it feels like for us as well, those, those partnerships are cemented only by the face-to-face because -face, everything we've done so far has been yeah. looking at Zoom yeah. and phone calls and stuff like that. So it's our first time getting face-to-face -face with this as well. So what about startups? What how, What's different? Were there more startups this time? Were there less startups this no, time? There was, well, we were lastminute.com being very honest in all of yeah? this because we just did Vegas. Yeah. My guys were completely burned from it. My guys are That's coming. a hell of a turnaround, My team man. are totally new. Yeah. Um, the old team, unfortunately, had to go because of... Um, I had to leave them go because of the pandemic. There was yeah. no work for them. Yeah. So there was no events. And that yeah. was two years long. So so the whole team are virtual working. That's, They've never done this before. That's got to be <laughs> weird for not just you, but I mean, but for, for the team, just getting used to creating like a new culture because it's absolutely different. 100% yeah. yeah I was talking to uh, Aaron Meyer about it this morning uh -huh. actually trying to get some ideas from her <laughs> <laughs> um, and Amazon in our marketing team our marketing team is shocked by the scale of the show they didn't expect any of this yeah yeah I think they were expecting uh, something similar to what we did in Vegas so they've been shocked and th that's my marketing team <laughs> so they're learning they're actually only learning by doing and experiencing. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, Chad, you mentioned the startups, startups here, and, yeah. and I think you guys do a really great job of, you know, they don't have the money for a full-fledged booth, no. so you set up sort of kiosks or islands for them that they yeah. can they can be here, yeah. talk to the buyers, talk to the decision makers, talk to people like us who have a, a voice. Is that going to be? Are you? I guess from an economic standpoint, are you seeing more startups? come because I think you have a really good feel of the European market and the economy like what's sort of your sense based on startup interest and even maybe the big guys what's the economy going to be looking like in Europe in 2023 2024 by your estimation I think um, economy wise UK is going to take the brunt of it um, of, the, of the pain of the pain yeah. yeah just because of what's happened in recent weeks as well Brexit's catching up on them you've got that instability of government um, yeah have the instability of their of their commerce too. I mean, when you when you have forty ish comp or countries on one, I mean, there's stability there, and they broke away from the stability. Yeah, exactly. So, and I think we'll be better at weathering that. We'll still feel pain. Yeah, Putin will turn off the gas this winter. Yeah, um, and I think over to you guys in America, I think you'll have a mild recession. I think all of this has been tackled along the way. The economy has taken its hits. So I don't think it's the Armageddon that you hear from certain economists. Yeah. So I know we, we keep talking about companies getting money. We think every week, like, oh, it's going to end. Eventually, they're going to stop getting money, and the money is still flowing. And I, I talked to someone even in the venture space. He thinks that the powder is so dry going into next year that we're going to keep hiring. There's still going to be low unemployment, and there's going to be a mass of money coming to our space as if there hasn't been in the last two years. So I think it's really exciting for people like us to talk about and for you to, to showcase. You, you've nailed it there. Like there's, um, I know the number, and it's a, it's a <laughs> stupid number, so I'm not going to say it on this call. Um, <laughs> but there's a lot of money sitting on the background because yeah. they see this space as the kind of, it's been the last, it's, it's a HR thing. We're kind of always Slow. last to the table. Yeah. And um, the investors, there's a lot of money sitting in the background yeah. ready to come back into the industry. So so I think it's it's about consolidation. I think it's about the scale-ups, the unicorns having to prove themselves now. Yeah. Because yeah. you can see how aggressive they're being. Yeah. It's healthy. Like if I look at it 10 years ago, it was only Conexa, Taleo, 
yeah. and um, success factors, yeah. right? They were the we three remember. unicorns, right? <laughs> Much simpler time. Yeah. Well, that, that being said, this is not 10 years because of the pandemic, but the 10th show. So let's talk about evolution. What did Unleash, let Unleash look like 10 years ago versus what you've evolved into today? <laughs> yeah, well, 10 years ago, um, it was, it's a funny one. I was telling this story to the guys on the Hire View stand, the CEO on the Hire View stand earlier. Um, we started at the Okura in Amsterdam. And yeah, when I thought back on it, there was lots of things. Like I originally signed up at the Hilton Hotel uh -huh. and that fell through. They canceled with me like about three months before the event. Oh, I kind of felt Jesus. like this is going to mark you really. You'd be like, this is the one. <laughs> this is the one that's going to put you behind bars. And uh, I was like, Okay, um, I said to Vicky, we were at the end of August, I remember going down an escalator in Budapest, um, down to the underground, and I said, what are we going to do? We have no delegates on board. <laughs> and it was just, the, the event was in November back then. And um, we sat down, we figured it out, we worked with our partners. Workday was the bell of the ball, they didn't have an office back then. Uh -huh. It was the start of the cloud, so we jumped on that wave. That was our that was our surf. Yeah. They were very good to us, and we got 420 people into the Okura. Okay, and it was weird things that wow. happened. Like Oracle spent nine grand for a roll up or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. A roll up like they don't look like roll ups. <laughs> no, no, you can't see these booze, but these are these are legit. And just looking at them, they, there's so much color, so much space, so much diversity. And there's a good amount product. of space. Like if I go yeah. to some shows, everyone's crammed together like a bunch of brownstones. Yeah. Here I can go to four corners of the conference and see pretty much everybody from those corners. I don't have to go That's down a every aisle. Thing, right? Yeah, design-wise, very European. Very good design on this show floor. Okay, listener, how can you help your employees become more productive? I have answers. How about automating? manual and repetitive tasks, giving meaning to data, then allowing that data to actually drive decisions. And how about matching people to your jobs quicker? Well, wait, the Chad and Cheese has a new LLM? No, Cheeseman, I'm talking about text kernel. Ah, okay, that makes more sense. What I'm hearing is the groundbreaking concept of, wait for it, Yeah. simplicity. <laughs> <laughs> seriously, though, seriously, text kernel cuts through the complexities like a tortilla chip through some hot nacho cheese. Oh, my God. Really? Nacho references already. Anyways, yeah. text kernel brings efficiency and productivity to your operations. Text kernel seamlessly unifies your tools and data to drive efficiencies and success. Text kernel is creating new opportunities for your recruitment journey. Kind of like adding guac to my barbacoa burrito. Oh, my God. How about extracting meaningful insights from data? I mean, that, that's something. Swiftly matching yeah. people with jobs. Automating repetitive tasks. Who knew such advanced concepts were even possible in the land of human resources? Uh, we did, Chad. We did. Dude, wrap it up. I'm a little hungry. Imagine that. Uh, okay, listener. Get ready to use today's tech to drive efficiencies and productivity. Visit textkernel.com. That's T-E-X-T-K-E-R-N-E-L.com. Mmm, nachos. <laughs> 
Are you struggling to attract the talent you need today? Do you lack visibility into where your recruitment ad dollars are really going? There's a better way. Acquire ROI is a programmatic job advertising platform built to optimize your budget and supercharge hiring. Acquire ROI automatically manages and measures recruitment ads across job boards so you can allocate your budget based on insights, not hunches. Get to quality candidates faster and cost-effectively scale hiring across roles, all while gaining complete visibility and control over your recruitment marketing investments. Say goodbye to manual guesswork, inconsistent performance, and wasted spending. And hello to optimized automated campaigns that produce qualified applicants. At Acquire ROI, we make job advertising easy. Visit us at acquireroi.com and start transforming your talent acquisition today. So there's, so there's exactly that and, and we're working more on that because again, we're learning by doing and I, like SAP are looking at for next time. They want to do more activations, more around customer experience and not just have this big, massive stand in the middle of everything. Uh-huh. Yeah, they, they, so it's, and that's great. I like that. I really enjoy that. But if I, if I look at Oracle back then, it was like they got to deal with control risks. That was worth 19 million off the back of that nine grand investment, right? So <laughs> and that's why we scaled after that. Like yeah. that's, that, was the, that was the amazing thing that happened. So it was, and we screwed everything up. Like, and okay, we messed a few things up here this year in Paris as well, as did our suppliers. But back then it was things like, I remember Thomas Otter trying to get the, um, you know, the projector to work. Uh And uh, he had to shout to the sound guys at the back of the room over the audience to go to the next slide. Or the lanyards. The lanyards, we tangled them all up. So when it had just in time for everyone arriving. So (laughs) So you had untangling duty. We had untangling and that was one hour of (laughs) untangling. We were doing seat drops at 4 a.m. in the morning with with the lads at Cornerstone. That was hilarious. And so we had about one hour of sleep. We were were wrecked the next day. So so it's knowing that. And then, you know, I talked to Ryan at Vizier yesterday and um, their biggest customer, Deutsche Bank comes from this show in 2019. Holy shit. And tying all that back is yeah, amazing. We get to have fun with this now. And, yeah. and which it was Pfizer signed with them after the Vegas show in May as well. So it's it's like that and that's what it's all about. We're looking at product and buyers. That's what I'm really after with the show now. So we didn't know that was going to be the outcome in twenty, you know, ten years ago. Yeah. Um, now that's what we're chasing after. So so you mentioned America. Uh-oh. Let's talk about Here the next comes. event. <laughs> you have some announcements that you may or may not want to make public, but Too tell bad. us what it's to expect to in, uh, in Vegas. <laughs> Vegas. Um, so, yeah, the big move is we're, we're moving to Caesars Palace. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Caesar, Caesar's Palace. Is that in Palace. May again? Caesars Forum, the new convention What are the dates center. on that? Uh, 26th and 27th of, of April. May? Oh, April. Okay. April. Right. Caesars Forum. Talk to us about that. Uh, it's this amazing new venue. Oracle World is there next week. Um, so they're test driving the place for us. <laughs> <laughs> and I was at the NFL draft there a few months ago. And yeah. that happened there. And it was just amazing. I loved it so much. Really tiny screens from what I saw. Jesus. <laughs> we're, we're looking to bring the festival vibe. So we're building the main stage on the car park outside. And then the plaza is where we're going to do all the hot daytime hospitality and night summit. Yeah. Shannon from Higher Easy's kind of getting in there and helping us get that off the ground. Of course she is. She's um, the best. She's brilliant. <laughs> Love she's awesome. Her. And um, yeah, she is. She's really good. Um, and then we've got the high roller. So we can do whatever we want with that. Big ass Ferris wheel. Yes, but it's like you get to experience. Um, you can do cocktails and kind of just have... 
you know, analyst meetups, or you could even do a standing podcast sure. or whatever you want. Sign checks over some bourbon. So <laughs> it's nice. There are bars in some of the pods. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So you get that outside area, and then it's a bit like a, a mullet. I hate saying this because I'm probably putting my, you know, it's not a good <laughs> marketing ploy, but it's business to the front and party to the back. Uh. What I love about the party is you never see daylight in Vegas. You never get fresh air. So we're going to be able to deliver fresh air, really good ambiance, keep people awake and energized. And then inside, you've got the exhibition a little bit like this, but we've learned so much from this. We'll probably change up the floor plan for that one as well. We'll have podcast areas, as you guys know. Excellent. About. I, love, um, I love the podcast area, by the way, here yeah, today. Got you guys this. crushed this little corner here for us. And, and to, your, to your point on startups, then, we invest in the startups because that's our youth program. That's yeah. our youth academy. So <laughs> The farm system over yeah, there. Yeah. And I loved it yesterday. You know the guy that won the competition yesterday? He wasn't expecting the 150 grand. I have to give a shout out to Jason and Thomas Otter, Jason Corsello and Thomas Otter uh-huh. at Acadian because um, they put 100 grand in. We always put 50 grand. Grand in. Yeah. And so it's 150 grand. The guy was absolutely shocked. Did uh, hell not yeah. expect anything. Yeah. He just wanted the trophy <laughs> or the recognition. Yeah. So, and I'd like to dot them. I, I don't want to do it the way we used to do it in the old days and just have them in a corner. They bring great energy to all the big vendors, and the big vendors all have their venture funds, so yeah. they're looking to see where they're going to pick up these yeah. startups. Oh, yeah. no. uh, the next acquisitions and uh, investments are over in the those The great thing about startups is they're filling a hole in the market. They know the pain in the marketplace, and they're going right after it. And even if I tell them their product is crap, they're going to change the world. <laughs> you know, it's, they're, going, they're going, like, we hurt yeah. a lot of feelings. Any of the 40 startups that didn't progress to the five finalists, uh-huh. they were pretty pissed off. So that was a valuable lesson. We need to get our arms around them a little bit more. Yeah. Um, we just sent them a kind of sorry note. You didn't get to the yeah. final five. Yeah. Yeah. So the stuff that we need to work on to help them and give them give them the feedback because there was this serious rigor in, in the judging. Oh, yeah. Um, there was far more people like involved. 10 judges, right? Well, here on the day, but yeah. before it, I think it was like something like 19 or 20. Oh, mm. wow. Right? And uh, all the kind of thought leaders or influencers and analysts in the industry. Uh-huh. So... So it was good. There was a lot of rigor went into it. But yeah, we've, we've learned, even after all our years of doing it, we've learned a lot to kind of how to kick it up. But yeah, we've got to invest in our startups. We've yeah. got to give them a leg up. Yeah. They're getting kicked where it hurts every day. I think they'll get over the uh, not winning the startup <laughs> competition. They'll be okay. Back in 2011, they weren't allowed into any of the HR events. So we were the first event to take them on yeah. and the first to do a competition in the industry. So I'm very proud of the legacy you we should have be. there. Yeah, so, you should yeah. be. And I think we can dial it up, actually, especially now that we're working with um, Thomas and um, and Jason. They've been really great. And it's lastminute.com, so this partnership has only been like six weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, that's all. You that's guys all. work fast. We, we pulled it together that quickly. Yeah, it's been really good. That is amazing. Well, it was funny. We were just talking to Levin from uh, House of HR, and they own about 50 companies yeah. under the under the umbrella. <laughs> and Levin was uh, looking around. We're like, oh, what are you doing? He was like, maybe shopping. a little shopping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little shopping. I love that. Yes. I love that. Yeah. You know, and they need a schooling. They come here very green. <laughs> they go into the competition. They get tough questions because there's – the pedigree or the the DNA is like analyst, practitioner, yep. um, thought leader. You know, everyone is there that has the know-how and experience. So they get asked tough questions and then they can go home, whether they've been beaten to the, we're not setting them up to fail. Yeah. That's the most important thing. Right. So they can actually go home and tweak and rebuild yeah. or 
you know, and it's just it's just that one thing that could change. Instead of going two years that way, yeah, <laughs> there's there's always shortcuts. So so I think and look, everyone here is trying to prop up the startups and give them a good chance. No doubt, no doubt. Well, Mark, we know you're a busy guy. You got this whole conference thing, but we thank you for stopping by. For any of our listeners that want to know more about Unleash, where should they go? Unleash.ai. And we'll see you in <laughs> Vegas. In Vegas, baby. We Vegas, out. Baby. We out. <laughs> thank you for listening to, what's it called? A podcast. The chat. The cheese. Brilliant. They talk about recruiting. They talk about technology. But most of all, they talk about nothing. Just a lot of shout-outs of people you don't even know. And yet, you're listening. It's incredible. And not one word about cheese. Not one. Cheddar. Blue. Nacho. Pepper Jack. Swiss. So many cheeses. And not one word. So weird. Anywho, be sure to subscribe today on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. That way, you won't miss an episode. And while you're at it, visit www.chatcheese.com. Just don't expect to find any recipes for grilled cheese. It's so weird. We out. How much do you understand the future of finance? I'm Jim Roos, a top 10 banking influencer and host of the podcast Banking Transform, where we dive deeply into the rapidly evolving world of banking and financial technology. Join me as I interview industry experts, thought leaders, and innovators as they unravel the latest banking trends, disruptions, and game-changing technologies reshaping the world of finance. Redefine your understanding of the banking ecosystem. Subscribe now to Banking Transformed, available wherever you get your podcasts and now available on YouTube.